0: Welcome to the very first episode of the Johnny Freedom Show. I am Johnny Freedom. A little bit about myself, full disclosure. I'm a former federal law enforcement officer, also a former federal inmate. We'll get into that a little bit more in future episodes. But I can tell you firsthand that a lot of these insurrectionists, rioters, protesters, whatever you want to call them, yeah, they're not going to have so much fun in federal prison. But we'll get to that a little bit later overview of what this show is going to be about. I'm a rational conservative, and we're going to discuss topics to get this party away from this lunacy, this Trumpism, this cult that we've had to deal with for the last five years. We thought a good way to kick off our inaugural show would be the weekend prior to the inauguration of President-elect Joe Biden. Now, as much as that may sicken some of you, maybe even most of you, it's going to happen whether you like it or not. Contrary to the beliefs of the My Pillow Huckster, Mr. Mike Lindell, who had a private meeting with President Trump yesterday, martial law and the Insurrection Act will not be enacted. I was hoping that President Trump, in spite of his many policy achievements, would be swayed by the more rational members of the Republican Party. But instead, he chose to spend most of his time watching television and tweeting constantly. The constant attacks, insults, and airing of his many grievances may have rallied and solidified his most ardent supporters, but in all likelihood turned off many independents and principled conservatives. Now, a majority of these less extreme conservatives we have in the Senate are now trying to distance themselves from the past four years of Trump's antics, but only have themselves to blame for the predicament this party finds itself in due to the coddling of Trump's unhinged behavior. All right, so let's take a look at some of the quotes from these senators dating back to 2016 before Trump's election. First, Senator Ted Cruz of Texas. In 2016, Cruz called him, and I quote, a sniveling coward. He also called him a pathological liar who lies practically every word that comes out of his mouth. When Donald Trump lost the Iowa caucus to Ted Cruz in 2016, he immediately cried that Cruz had cheated. Does that sound familiar? Next, Senator Marco Rubio of Florida. And I quote, If we're going to be the party of fear, we're going to spend some time in the wilderness. I think he, referring to Trump, is already an embarrassment. You have all kinds of people that are lifelong conservatives, or at least claim to be, who don't seem to care that Donald Trump has never been and is not now a conservative on principles. Last but not least, Senator Lindsey Graham, South Carolina. A Trump nomination would be an utter, complete, and total disaster. If you're a xenophobic, race-baiting, religious bigot, you're going to have a hard time being President of the United States, and you're going to do irreparable damage to the party. The bottom line is that I believe Donald Trump would be an absolute, utter disaster for the Republican Party. Destroy conservatism as we know it. I cannot in good conscience support Donald Trump because I do not believe he is a reliable Republican conservative, nor has he displayed the judgment and temperament to serve as commander-in-chief. You may ask yourself, why am I bringing up these old quotes now, over four years later? It seems to me these men predicted almost exactly how things were going to turn out. Yet these same men have sucked up to and carried Trump's water for his entire presidency. Why did they do this? Was it because they had a sudden change of heart? Or did they make a political calculation that it would benefit their own political aspirations and survival? I think the answer should be pretty obvious. The point of all this is for four years, they remained in the good graces of the base. But let's take a look at what was lost. 2018, you lost control of the House of Representatives. In 2020, you not only lost the presidency, but somehow managed to lose the Senate by losing both seats in Georgia, which is downright embarrassing. So where does the conservative movement stand in the wake of this chaos, and where can we go from here? Well, what concerns me the most is how divided and fractured the Republican Party has now become. Let me be clear about this. The outlandish claims of election fraud by Trump and his sycophants is pure fantasy. Sure, there are isolated incidents of voter fraud in every election, but the numbers are minuscule and in no way, shape, or form affected the outcome of the 2020 election. We now have a fractured and divided party, as I stated before, and what concerns me the most is the ability of a fractured and divided party to win a general election in the future. Yes, Trump got 74 million votes, more than any other candidate in history outside of President-elect Biden, But not all of those 74 million voters are diehard Trumpers of the base. And even those who are, are now turned off due to the lies about how this election was stolen. I've spoken to ardent Trump supporters who never voted before in their life prior to this election. And guess what? They're never going to vote again because they now feel the system is rigged and their voice doesn't matter. As I said earlier, this is what concerns me the most. The ability for this party to win a general election with such a serious divide amongst itself. Let's not forget to point out the conservative media that has aided and abetted this lie by being Trump cheerleaders. People like Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, and all the other enablers. The media's role in this cannot be understated. Interestingly enough, look at what has happened to Fox News since the election. Even though they have somewhat remained Trump cheerleaders, Viewership is down due to the more extreme views of One American News and Newsmax. For four years, the conservative media has given absolutely zero pushback to the many falsehoods espoused by President Trump. Even now, they still entertain the completely ridiculous assertion that the election was rigged. Even just this past week, CNN has taken over the ratings war. Why? Because people are more interested and concerned about the insurrection and the safety of this country, where Fox News has been focused on grievances about big tech, which is a topic we can get into later. The lack of a strong and honest conservative media can only lead to the weakening of the conservative movement. There was a time when conservatives were the party of facts, logic, and reason. Now a somewhat large percentage of conservative voters have slipped into conspiracy theories and other assorted nonsense. True conservatives must rebuke the lunatics and extremists that have hijacked the party. These crackpots have caused a mass rejection of the Republican Party by centrists and moderates, which in turn destroys any hope of conservative success in national elections. So where where have these conspiracy theories led us? January 6th is where it led us to. A day that should have been a simple procedural process of opening up envelopes from certified state electors turned into one of the worst days in American history. A day that will live in infamy and unfortunately be the defining moment of the Trump presidency. It will be something he cannot escape and neither can those who still objected to the certified votes of states after the riot took place. That means you, Senator Cruz and Senator Hawley. The two of you have been awfully quiet the past week and a half. Senator Hawley lost a book deal. Big donors are no longer contributing to either gentleman's campaigns and PACs. I guess the old saying, you reap what you sow, applies here. Let's get another conspiracy theory out of the way. The assertion that the insurrectionists, or let's just call a spade a spade here, and call them lunatics, was really Antifa in disguise as ludicrous. These people who have now been arrested, and in all likelihood will spend some time in federal prison have all been exposed as Trump supporters, not only through their social media, but through their own words. The QAnon shaman has come out and said he was only doing what his president asked him to do. Real estate agent Jenna Lee Ryan took a private jet to the Capitol for the insurrection and had this to say, We are going to effing go in there, life or death, it doesn't matter. Here we go. I think we all deserve a pardon. I'm facing a prison sentence. I think I do not deserve that. And from what I understand, every person is going to be arrested that was there. So I think everyone deserves a pardon. So I would ask the President of the United States to give me a pardon. Clearly, she believes she deserves a pardon, not only because of her fear of going to federal prison, but she, but because she was there at the behest of President Trump. This is what will be forever tied to President Trump's legacy. These participants, a mixture of QAnon nutcases and die-hard Trump supporters, are to blame for this. These people making these statements like they were there because the president told them to be there will not bode well for the president in his impeachment trial in the Senate. Do I believe Trump wanted this to happen? No, I don't. But it did, and this is where we are now. As much as those diehard Trumpers will hate to hear this, The best thing for this party is for Donald J. Trump to never be allowed to run for public office again. It is the only way to bring this party back. The Republicans are going to have to decide. Are we the party of Lincoln and Ronald Reagan, or are we the party of Trump? You see where being the party of Trump has gotten us. In four short years, we have lost control of both chambers of Congress and the presidency. So we have a big three days ahead of us. Outside the White House and the Capitol building, it looks like a federal penitentiary, which is where some of these insurrectionists are headed. Well, actually, they'll be going to what we call Camp Cupcake, federal prison camp. But it's federal prison nonetheless. We have a lot of work to do to get this party back, and I only hope that the party can weed out these members of the House who supported the spread of election lies And primary them out in 2022. As I said earlier, we decided to put this out there to talk about topics that real principled conservatives are interested in hearing. And also the average independent voter who is more geared towards the center. The suburban voter that Trumpism is lost. It's the real reason why he lost the presidency and why the Senate was lost in Georgia. We have to get these people back, and the only way to do that is to get away from this tribalism that revolves around Donald Trump and his three-ring circus. This is our first show, and it's just a brief prelude to where we stand and what's to come. We have lots to talk about and look forward to bringing you content that you're interested in hearing and that can bring us back to the center. God only knows what's going to happen between today and Inauguration Day. But I can only hope that we come back next week and we can move on from Trump and just focus on things to bring this party back, which starts with taking back the House in 2022. Thanks again for listening, and we're going to be back next week. This is Johnny Freedom signing off.